Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Are you ready? Starting now? (laughs) (laughs) Now you just messed it up, you knob. God, you know that the shit that we go through for this, huh? I know. <laughs> fuckers, fuckers better appreciate it. When we started, we were just like, yeah, we're just going to do this, man. You know, shoot our wad into the wind and see what happens. <laughs> What's right. the title of this uh, podcast again? I don't know. Objects, I don't know. Something with a penis, I guess. <laughs> right. <laughs> our fucking faces are everywhere now. <laughs> right. <laughs> but You're but welcome, ladies. Part, <laughs> right. Popular with the ladies. <laughs> right. Oh, I'm not even going to apologize because I hopefully, hopefully it sounds fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, certainly this is, this is fucking explicit now. <laughs> ah, the explicit button. Let me use my finger. <sighs> It is time for another episode of Sober, Not Mature. And that episode starts now. All right, everyone. Welcome once again to another episode of Sober, Not Mature. And um, yeah, we've got uh, <laughs> we got a lot to talk about tonight. So um, all right, Mike and I. Yeah, well, Mike and I got some got some. <laughs> news it was not not great uh, news this week no and um you know what i thought and I'll, I'll leave it up to you mike but i think tonight would probably be a good night to get this reading i don't want to say the reading out of the way i'm gonna set it again but mm-hmm. what, a, what a perfect night to get some good thoughts rolled around in our head and uh, <laughs> before maybe we, we get can... started with our garbage yeah i think so because uh you know it's uh it it is we we got some got some beer we, we got some bad news. We'll talk about it maybe, if nothing else, after the break. But uh, mm-hmm. get the reading done, get some other bullshit done, have some happy talk, and then talk about talk about right. our news. How, what do you yeah. think? <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Yeah, I got some good news, too. So what the hell, man? You know, it, it's it's life. Life on life's terms. That, that it definitely is. And yeah, and we're also, uh, which by the time you guys are listening to this, you will have missed it. But I've been promoting it all week on uh, on. Instagram. So even though you're going to miss us, we're doing a lead meeting tonight for the, <laughs> it's, it's part of the dopey podcast. And uh-huh. uh, again, was doing stuff on Instagram about it, but it's dopey zoom and they do a zoom meeting every Friday night. It happens to be at uh, 10 PM Eastern time, which is where, <laughs> which is where Mike is. And uh, in uh-huh. 9 PM, uh, my time. And then both right. of us get up early and now we're doing, you know, an hour and a half of this and then the podcast, but you know, what are, <laughs> what are we willing to do? <laughs> Yeah, apparently uh, stay up late. (laughs) But the thing of it is, um, even though, again, by the time you guys are listening to it, you're going to miss ours. I don't know if they 
tape them or record them, but, um, you know, support right. the, the dopey podcast. They were nice enough sure. to, to invite us on. So, um, yeah, check them out They're They're a big deal, far bigger than we are. So, um, right. support them because yeah. they could use it. And then maybe we could use some back. How's that? Ha ha. Ha ha. All right. So what do you, what do you think? How about a reading or do you want to get your, you got good news you want to talk about now? Nah, we'll do... do the reading first. Let's let, again, like you said, man, let's roll some good thoughts around in our heads before we, uh, get into the nonsense. So, okay. cool. um, yeah, this was, uh, this was this week. Actually, there was one that jumped out at me. So, uh, I bookmarked it and here we go. February 28th. Uh, man wants to know that his life somehow counted. Ernest Becker, he was a social anthropologist. Um, in recovery, we do service work. Service work should not be seen, should not just be seen as helping the still suffering addicts, though we were responsible whenever asked. Service work should include our families and our communities. We need to give back to them. Why? First, because we have a debt to repay, but more importantly, it is in doing for others that we discover that our lives hold meaning. By stepping outside of the self-centered core of our addiction, we find value again. During our using years, both our grandiosity and our own self-pity were symptoms of how little we valued ourselves, how little we felt our lives counted. We were bent on destroying ourselves. Remember that we have basic We have a basic human need to feel that our lives have meaning, that our lives make a difference to others. Service work is the shortest way of knowing that we count. So should we get out there and make a difference? The world needs us. Prayer for the day. If self-pity or grandiose behaviors start to develop in me, higher power, please give me service work to do. Help me see the needs of others and give me the power to satisfy those needs. Today's action. Apparently, this is a bunch of friggin' actions. Today, I will look to be of service to others, whether those others are in recovery or not. I will work on developing an attitude and lifestyle of service. I like that. And I and I do remember that. And, um, I mean, we've talked about the, the service work. Uh, I mean forever but two things came to mind outside of the reading i'll get back to to the notes i i made but um i know marty at the keating center you know kept mm-hmm. always told us keep busy get busy get busy and right. um when i after after we got our year i remember going to a meeting with my sponsor at that time my sponsor bill the, the one who had passed away obviously after mm-hmm. that but we're going to a meeting and uh he gave me the old, the old uh so and he knew i hit my year but uh mm-hmm. so you're sober now. Huh? And I said, yeah. He's like, well, <laughs> now it's time to get busy. <laughs> and that's, that's really, that was the entire conversation he had with me um, about, you know, turning a year sober. And the, that was a cool part because yeah. here's the thing. I, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm a, I guess I'm a horror for compliment compliments. I, I enjoy them. Mm. Um, you know, just like, just probably as much as anyone else, but, um, you know, the, the whole point is that this humility that we were taught and, mm-hmm. and he was a big part of that, especially in my, at that time in my early sobriety, um, he didn't like fall all over me about stuff. He didn't, I don't know. He didn't coddle me. He just gave me and everyone around us, all the guys around us, just this straightforward mm-hmm. advice and simple things like, you know, okay, now it's time to get busy. No more excuses. Right. It's time yeah. to get busy. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, the fog is cleared now. And you know what I like about it is, um, it's <laughs> we're always looking for a shortcut. We're always looking for the <laughs> easier, softer way, right? You know, shooting angles, man. That's what we do. And um, you know, anybody that. <laughs> wants to talk to me um i don't know why but you know i i will look at him and i'll say look man we're looking for that shortcut you want the shortcut start doing stuff for others you know it's it's the easiest quickest way to start getting this thing um you know it takes you out of you it um it, it like it says man it, it you said it humbles you it um and and that's why we're here man it's um I remember when um, when Brownie graduated at his service, right? It was big Catholic service, and um, and the priest was up there, and I mean, he was really hitting the service thing. You know how how he was such Ray was such a into service that was such a big thing, and I mean, you know what he had fifty some years sober. <laughs> Right. (laughs) And I mean, yeah, it was, um, I'll always remember that, you know, that all that time and all everything, he's still part of his program was being of service. And it is, it is the quickest, easiest shortcut way to start getting this thing. And that's what we're looking for is that shortcut. And that's just it, man. Start doing things for others. And I mean, I've told the story. It's been a while since I've told it though. And I used to tell it in group all the time you know marty made us house fathers right and i know neither one of us wanted it we weren't clamoring (laughs) oh marty please make us house fathers you know we want the authority no it's fucking a man it was work you know but the story is you know the first time some dude came walking up to me after i was a house father and you know he said hey man i need some soap and i need or i need some deodorant you know i 35 40 days sober my first thought was fuck you i don't care what you need (laughs) because that's how i live my life i fuck you i don't care what you need what about what i need motherfucker but what i did was i went and got the guy some soap and my life got better because i didn't have to smell his stinky ass that's (laughs) that's the program in a nutshell you know, doing shit for other people. And, and, and the more you take that action, the more you do it, you start getting the results of doing things for other people. And, you know, like Bob always says, man, it's fucking AA math. It doesn't add up. How is me doing things for other people make my life better? Still don't understand it. Still doesn't make any fucking sense, but it works. Right. So service, man, that's, that's it, you know? And, and then the rest of the shit kind of comes along. If you keep doing that, all of a sudden you start actually giving a shit about other people. You start actually enjoying being part of that community and that society and, and doing things for others feels good, which is what we're all fucking chasing anyway. So there you go. Right. Go out. That's why I ended the episodes, man. <laughs> go do something for somebody else. Right. Yeah. And uh, again, you know, in the in in the beginning like that, you know, the the cleaning that we were doing and um, setting up chairs and being, you know, going to meetings and having to, you know, mm-hmm. put away chairs and do all those different things. And uh, I mean, I didn't like doing any of that shit, you know. Hell no. Um, setting up Still for the- don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, setting up for the meetings at, at the Keating Center, you know, when people are coming mm-hmm. from the outside or whatever. And, you know, all these different things that we did or when Marty would send us out on on a job, you know, and granted, mm-hmm. we got some money for doing it. But I want to go help these. 
Yeah, sometimes, you know, but right. I don't want to go help these fucking people, you know. But, right. You know, and then it, it was funny because I, I thought about it right when you were talking about it. When uh, when I came back for the, the clam bake, well, that was October, right? The, yeah, clam mm-hmm. Um And when we were all sitting in the room and, you know, Michelle and everyone, they're all telling everyone what to do. And then, uh, you know, I said, what can I what can I help with it? She's like, she's like, you want to work? I'm like, I thought I had to. <laughs> I mean, and it, I mean, I, I two things. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have just sat there and done nothing. I would have found something to do. But mm-hmm. I don't go to a Keating Center event. Expect I expect to work. I just figure that yeah. and not ha- have to is not probably. Well, I don't know. I feel mm. obligated based on what was mm-hmm. given to me. I feel right. obligated to help. Plus, on top of it. I like it. I enjoy mm-hmm. it. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, now at this point, I mean, both of us, I think we enjoy that is cold as fuck. That day was weird. It was uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But either way, mm-hmm. you know, doing those things, we're helping other people and we're getting in front of people and we're doing good things. And um, I mean, it's all for the good of the, you know, the alcoholic community. And it's it's fun. Right. And, you know, I enjoy it. But man, I sure as fuck didn't to begin with, you know, <laughs> I mean, not at all, you know, at right. all. But what you said, too, like in, in this talked about the reading talked about service work, not just for people in the community or in mm-hmm. the, you know, the alcohol or AA community or sober community, right. but just anyone, you know? And, mm-hmm. and that's the thing that I think that, that we call the collective, we misunderstand to begin with. I mean, helping the, um, I know you've got a neighbor that you help out every once in a while. That's service mm-hmm. work. Um, mm-hmm. Helping out even a family member, helping a friend and not expecting anything right. in return. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, picking up garbage, doing something, walking into a mm-hmm. store and seeing something laying down and picking up all those sort of things. They're, they're minor acts of service, you know, things that I know I didn't. And we've talked about it enough. I don't think you did. I never thought fucking twice about doing that when I was drinking, you know, right. like you said, of course not. what's in it for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the, one of the first lines in there was, um, you know, the, uh, something about his he wanted to make sure that his life somehow counted you know and you know that's the other thing too and we've talked about that before that you know that and it's it's kind of morbid you know when we talk about it but i don't care i mean it is what it is you know death is what it is and i'm not both of us talked about it not really being afraid of death it's more Mm -hmm. so of you know what can we leave behind now you know right and not necessarily money and things, but what can we mm. leave behind as far as an impression? You know, what mm-hmm. did we do? You know, do, are we considered to be less of a prick than we were, you know, now <laughs> almost 14 years ago? Or, right. you know, God forbid, whatever, whatever, whatever day it is, or whatever year it is that we, that we kick it, we're not here anymore. Um, you know, what did we do in that time frame? The good times, did it make up for or at least help to you know, pad all the bad shit that we did. And hopefully a larger percentage of the good were remembered for than the bad shit we were, you know? So yep. yeah, I mean, I, I'd love to have my life count. I mean, like we said before, yes, we need money. We both like, like, mm. like some nice things. We like some shit. Mm. We like to do some things, you right. know, but really what it comes down to is, you know, what, what are we going to be remembered for? Which is, mm-hmm. uh, I never, <laughs> I never would have thought about that again 15 <laughs> years ago i don't give a fuck what i right. remembered for never crossed my mind right never. well uh, yeah <laughs> well because we didn't really want to think about that because we really remembered for is fucking drunken assholes right yeah right that that was it there was nothing else man you know especially at the end there was nothing else we were pure drunken assholes who maybe did something sort of nice once in a while yeah, by, but ac- the, the by ma- accident. Yeah, right, exactly. But but the main impression was he's a fucking drunk asshole. Right. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You know, and hopefully that's not going to be the case when we shuffle off this mortal coil. Right. Yeah. And the only other things I wrote down, I wrote back, uh, you know, get back to everyone, which we were just talking about. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we, we find value, which I think is important. I'll step back to that in a minute. But, you know, um, life makes a difference to others. And that's, you know, exactly yep. what we were talking about. You know, I don't uh, in, in in these days, too, you know, we talk about the the 10 step all the time and, you know, admitting mm-hmm. when we were wrong and that sort of thing. And, yes, it's OK for us to have, you know, uh a, wet, a bad moment or a weird moment or be in a weird mood or whatever. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't want to be, I don't want to be that guy that snaps at somebody. I don't want to be that guy that says weird or bad shit to somebody, whether it's in my head or not is, well, it's not irrelevant, well. but <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was going to say it's irrelevant, but it's not. Um, but, but yeah, the, well, it's, it's irrelevant to them because they, they're not in there, you know? Right? Yeah. And, and clearly we, we try to <laughs> mitigate that a bit and not have it quite as prominent as it used to be but yeah it's gonna be there so you know right whatever don't beat ourselves up over what's going on in our heads but yeah that's the point don't let it out don't let it affect other people you know right. fucking hey man act like you're you're not all pissed off and, and whatever <laughs> yeah as much <laughs> yeah and and it is you know it's just that uh, i but i care about that these days i don't i don't want to be i mean we right. joked about it last episode or the couple episodes ago about you know every once in a while we're insured or doing something like that to be a prick that's a different story you know mm. than last than yeah. lashing out at somebody you know or right. you run across some complete fucking idiot and you they're like mm. jesus dude you're a fucking idiot you know right um i mean i i, I don't do that these days i think it you know <laughs> oh absolutely Again, yeah, you know, not not all the time, but in you, I mean, all the driving and stuff that you do, all the idiots mm-hmm. that you encounter, you know, hundreds on a on a weekly basis, and not you know, daily. I, mean, I <laughs> but I don't, I don't even think that you've, you know, I I don't think you flip people off very often. I know you don't roll down mm, your window no. and start fucking screaming at people, you know. So no, no, don't, no, none of that. Although somebody did it to me this week, but yeah, you know. really, <laughs> yeah, whatever. You know, and I just, I just, uh, I kind of just, I had my sunglasses on and I pretended like I didn't see him. <laughs> well, I, was... I think pissed him off even more. <laughs> <laughs> well, it just reminded me of when I was down in uh, South Carolina, I went to the store. There was a, uh, a Kroger uh, grocery store and I, I went there a couple of different times to get some stuff. And I was driving through the, the parking lot. And, and I saw this guy walk out of the store and I wasn't speeding through the parking lot, but I was up towards, you know, like basically the main lane where you're driving next to mm-hmm. the store, you know, the concrete and the walkway. Right. And this, this old guy was walking out of, out of the, one of the doors of one of the, not the grocery store, but one of the other ones. And he's walking up. And I mean, I had plenty of time to get there without having, had I stopped, I would have waited like two minutes for him to walk by and whatever, but I just kept driving. <laughs> and I, I mean, yeah. it was fucking nice. It was nice out that day. So I had windows down, sunroof, sunroof open. My music's on, not playing, not playing super loud, but on. And I hear him like, you stupid little motherfucker. And I'm just like, yeah. I all, you know, literally I almost went back down the <laughs> aisle just to cruise by him, not to say anything to him, just to cruise by him. I'm like, I don't need to be that guy today because right. I didn't hit him. I didn't even almost hit him. I did see mm-hmm. him. It was just one of those things where he thought that I should have stopped and waited to two minutes rather uh-huh. than literally driving by him as he was getting up to like literally where the, where the drive area, where the pathway or roadway area yeah. was right. Parking lot. Wow. Can't think of the word parking lot. And, and I was driving by right as he was like, would have stepped off the curb. That's it. You know? Right. 
So I'm like, hey, you fucker. Just... Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. The, the children of the greatest generation, the most entitled bastards in the world. What are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, again, you know, but, you know, the, then the second thing I thought about, well, again, when I thought about just, you know, kind of doing the slow cruise by him, I'm like, man, these days, this this old motherfucker has no idea who he's talking to. And I don't mean me, right. you know. Yeah, right, um, right. He could be talking to some sort of, I mean, literally some sort of fucking maniac that slams on mm-hmm. his brakes, gets out and fucking pops his ass, you know, and, <laughs> and drives away. And I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. beat him to death with a fucking tire iron. You know, yeah. not that I've had thoughts like that or anything. <laughs> yeah, Thoughts are not necessarily illegal. <laughs> no actions are. <laughs> yeah, the only thing is when, if you do it, then it's premeditated. But then again, how can premeditate? How do you even do mm. all that? You know, <laughs> Unless you wrote it down, don't write it down. <laughs> so also no, when so when, when well now it's on a podcast, <laughs> so goddamn it. <laughs> when, it just reminded me of another thing when when Don and I got together. So you're talking, I mean, this now 25 years ago, you know. So I mean, both of us clearly a hell of a lot younger than we are now, and had more spunk mm. to us. And she did. She was just a spunky motherfucker. I mean, it, it still is, but I mean, in her younger mm-hmm. years, was just a little little far more wild than she is now. And, Mm -hmm. you know, she and I would be driving someplace and, you know, again, somebody would cut me off or do whatever. And I mean, I don't really care much. And, you know, the windows are down or she rolls down the window. You motherfucker. And she's flipping (laughs) off people, arm out the window. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? She's like, well, that guy, I'm like, I'm like, you know what? What if he has a gun? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Again, tire iron. I'm like, I don't want to die today. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, it's not worth it. Yeah, I'm like, I suppose when, when you're driving, I said, I would highly recommend that you don't do it, you know, but I said, when you're by yourself, but when you're in the car with me, I'm like, don't <laughs> do that ever. Right. <laughs> uh, right. But I don't know. Seriously, you just, you just don't know. People are, people are fucking nuts and yeah, people are, yeah, people are and, f- fucking nuts. You know what? And I've gotten to the point in my life and, and a large part of it is thanks to this program. But again, I've t- I've, the phrase I've used a million times, burning calories, man. I don't have the time or the energy to waste on morons anymore. Either way, yes, maybe it'll make me feel better for a second, but, you know, a lot of things that make me feel better for a second that aren't good for me. So I think I'll just pass. Right. Yeah. I mean, well, shit, social media, Instagram, and it, it's still, mm. uh, I mean, in a good way, it, it baffles me that. I'm surprised that we don't get, you know, any more, <laughs> that we don't get more people getting mouthy to us, you know, and, uh-huh. um, because I do, I mean, I read all the comments and things like that. I breeze them over or whatever. And, um, you know, just every once in a while, you know, somebody will say some shit and I mean, I'll have, I'll start typing in something like, ah, fuck it. Then I, I erase it and I block the mm-hmm. person. And I'm like, fuck them. I'm done. Right. I just don't, I just don't have yeah. same thing. You know, if, if, yeah, but I've done it before. If I got a couple of minutes, <laughs> you know, I said some, <laughs> I said something, you know, mildly sarcastic. Never like listen, motherfucker. You know, I, I, mm-hmm. but I'll do something completely like snarky back at him, but calm, mm-hmm. calmly snarky, Cal- calmly <laughs> snarky, snarky. <laughs> but uh, even that, sometimes I'm like, ah, fuck me. I got more important things to do than to deal with some i who knows who this motherfucker is you know and where he mm-hmm. is and what he's thinking and you know he's being you know what do they call them the internet tough guys or keyboard keyboard warriors keyboards something didn't you say what yeah. did you say one time keyboard cowboys there there you go a keyboard cowboy i knew it was something with a keyboard <laughs> yeah some badass behind a fucking screen or sitting uh-huh. on his goddamn fucking iphone <laughs> right in his mom's basement 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. In his mom's basement, uh, you know, talking shit to me, but yeah, I don't give a fuck. But anyhow, so back to, back to service work. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm all about it. I mean, that the reading was wonderful and, and it is, it's the, the main thing that, uh, and you had just mentioned it, you know, the things that we were told and uh, kind of what this reading, you know, talked about is just that, you know, doing all these things actually gives us worth, um, that doesn't have a dollar value on it, you know, and it's, um, it's mm-hmm. wonderful you know, to have that, because I wrote that, you know, finding value, we find value and people find value in us and we find value in, in that work that we do. And it doesn't take yeah. much, it doesn't take, well, it doesn't hardly take any effort at all to help mm-hmm. somebody like that, you know, done. Right. Yeah. And, and again, yeah, for worthless pieces of shit that we are, um, <laughs> yes, it, it gives us some self-worth and, and yeah, that's it. You know, that's how we get self-worth is by have, being worthwhile to other people. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's again, AA math and, and all those good things, but, um, you know, I, it's one of the things that, and I don't have the, I was just going to say, I don't have the opportunity, which is, which is not true. I just, I don't do a lot of service work these days, but, um, mm. I mean, I, <laughs> if nothing else, I kind of lean back on this, this whole thing we're doing. I'm like, Hey, you know, <laughs> we got a podcast and, uh, we're, we're talking, right. we're talking recovery. Yeah. And, I post a, I yep. post a reading every morning. That's helping some people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, it's, right. it's true, but you know, you know what I mean? It's just, it's, mm-hmm. I, I think about that when just thought about like at the end of the lead, you know, in a typical AA lead, you know, at the end, a lot of times people say, okay, and what do I do today? And what I used to always say, um, I said it every time I led for a long time, it's just, I'd say, okay, so what do I do today? Not enough. I, I just don't. Mm-hmm. And it didn't matter how active I was, what I was doing, um, far more than I'm doing today. And my answer will right. always be not enough because I, I can't, yeah. I don't think I can ever do enough to, to give back. And we've talked about that to get back about again, what's been so freely given to us. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. We're never going to do enough. And that, you know, again, can't fall into that trap and be triggered by that either. You know, <laughs> I'm not doing enough. So fuck it. Yeah. Right. No, no, you're, you're doing what you're, what you can. And yes, you could do more, but don't beat yourself up over it. You're doing something. As long right. as you're doing something, you're okay. Yeah. Well, then same thing. You know, we, we always have to keep moving forward. It's that it's the escalator thing again, you know, uh, walking up a down escalator. If we, if we stop, yep. we're going to go, we're going to go backwards. We have to, or, you know, I go back to that same thing that dude that lead led at the, uh, uh, Kitty Men's the one that I think he used to always, mm. he'd run back and forth on the stage and he's like, I'm either I'm going, you know, towards a drink or away from a drink. And he's running back right. and forth on the stage. And I'm like, that's again, these visual things. I'm, I, I say it all mm-hmm. the time, but I really am. I'm a visual person. If I can't picture it, uh, well, if I can picture it, it helps me remember it, retain it, um, and relate to it is really what it comes mm-hmm. down to. So, right. Yeah. But it, but hey, just to, just in case, just so everyone knows, um, Kylie's actually home this weekend, and she she went out ah. with a friend of hers. But um, so we have four dogs in the in the house tonight, <laughs> and that is Katniss and Tugger right now. I think that are barking for some god ungodly reason. But I think Kathy might have went to get pizza, so or something. But who yeah. knows? But nice. um, yeah. So once again, people, you you know it. You know what happens. It's the the dogs. They are. They are. Hey, they are. There they are. Right. Just like a Pink Floyd <laughs> album. It's great. 
there, there they are. So what else? Yep. What else with the reading? I mean, I think we I think we caught everything on that, right? I I believe we've covered that one. Yep. <laughs> we've we've serviced that one to death, as they say, right? That's right. <laughs> so I mean, this is a um a, a thing I heard about this week. You obviously you heard that uh, Richard Lewis passed away, didn't you? Yeah. Okay, so you know, I I completely forgot until somebody posted it. I forgot that he was sober, and mm. um, I think if I read it correctly, he might have been because it was an article from like two years ago or something. Because I pulled it up once because I didn't know how long, and they said mm-hmm. at that point he was coming up on twenty seven years, and that was right. August of um, August of twenty one. So it would have been, mm-hmm. so he would have been like 29 years sober. So, yeah. um, which again, I, I completely forgot about that. Cause that, that was the other thing I planned on doing is I'm sure, at least I hope, uh, that Mark, Mark Barron does something. I think he's had Richard Lewis on there. Hasn't he? I'm guessing. I would imagine so. Yeah. You know, I actually, mean, I haven't, I haven't even looked to see if he, uh, did that. It's been, it's been one of those weeks. Haven't really been, right. uh, had a lot of time to do podcasts, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I have my handy dandy phone right here. Yeah, he did. <laughs> oh, did he already? Yep. Okay, good. Yeah, good, he, good. he posted it on Wednesday. Yeah, Richard Lewis from 2011. Okay, cool. Yeah, because it yeah. was, uh, wasn't it, was it Monday or Tuesday? I think I heard it on the radio. Um, I actually, um, I follow uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, oh. you know, another one of us right. uh, on Facebook. Right, yeah. And, uh, well, they did a sitcom together in the I think, really? late 90s, it was. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she actually, she, in one of her posts, she um, said he was one of the main reasons that she got sober. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, that was, I mean, I hadn't heard anything. It was like pretty much right after it was announced, she posted something and I went, oh shit. Yeah. I always liked him. Um, and yes, I also knew <laughs> if I, you know, clearly we're older, um, you know, watching Letterman in the, uh, like the mid eighties, you know, he would come out there and he was clearly wired out of his fucking head. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, to the point of, you know, snorting and swallowing and I mean, I could fucking taste the drain watching him. Um, <laughs> it was one of the reasons I liked him so much because I, I could relate to him then and then I related to him later. Um, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I always dug him and I knew that he was sober for a long time and I knew that he helped a lot of people and yeah, you know, um, 76. Yep. Eh, you know, I mean, I, I, you saw pictures of him in the last couple of years and he looked like he was fucking 93. So, right. you know, um, not hugely shocking, but still a drag, but he graduated and that's always a good thing. Yeah. And that's what, you know, what we, what we always talk about, you know, it's the, it's a different type of, it's a different type of thing, you know, when, when someone dies, you know, tragically or, um, you know, out, outsider for different reasons or all that sort of things. Mm. But, you know, when sober people, you know, when sober people pass away and again, when I heard it, I didn't realize that, that he was that old. And I don't remember last time I saw him. Um, but I mean, last time I saw him, I do remember now that he looked old ish, but 76 mm-hmm. is not young, but I mean, these days, not right. necessarily, it's not decrepit, you know, it's not 86, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. it's a huge, that 10 years at that point. <laughs> the difference right. between 76 and 86 is fucking huge, you know? Um, right. 
but yeah, just, I, uh, again, I completely forgot that he was sober and I couldn't remember how long and, uh, yeah, 29 years. That's my, my dad was when, when he passed away. Mm-hmm. Cause that's the other thing that popped into my head, you know? So, but hmm. yeah, it's, uh, he's a good dude. He was, he was funny. I mean, his, his whole yeah. neurotic, uh, you know, type of kick and all that stuff. And whether it was all true or a little bit of a, a bit, I mean, it was still, it was, he was fun. So. Mm-hmm. And he helped a lot of people. Hmm. Yeah. Service work. Yeah, and I yeah, wrapping that up. And I, I wasn't even thinking about that when I when I brought it up, but it was just one of the notes I had coming down there. But yeah, that uh, that fits into fits into our reading nicely. But one more thing before we before we do the break here, and um I didn't actually text you or make a note on Facebook this year, but it was I don't know if it was last week or the week before in the twenty four hour book where the cipher thing came up, okay? Ah yes. So <laughs> I, I wanna Oh I was I was kind of disappointed that you didn't uh, acknowledge <laughs> Cypher Boy Day. Yeah. The only reason I didn't I'm like, nah, this year I, I want to talk about it because I, I think it's <laughs> ah. in because he I it I don't know. Like, well, let me just read it off for everyone. So okay. from, from the 24 hour book, there's a, there's a statement in there every year. And um, Mike clearly has talked about, you know, the fact that he's an atheist <laughs> and every year mm-hmm. and literally for the last, you know, probably almost 14 years, every year this yeah. comes around, I, I either send him a text or post something on Facebook and call him cypher boy, because in the 24 mm-hmm. hour book, it says, it has been said that atheism is blind faith in the strange proposition that this universe originated in a cipher and aimlessly rushes nowhere. That's practically impossible to believe. Those are <laughs> that's that's word for word from the twenty four hour uh-huh. book, and I wanted to read that it off is. because in in the reason I saved it is because I I think you do a really good you explain how you feel and with your I was going to say your atheism, like it's a disease. You mm. explain your vision. <laughs> your, you explain your well. position very well. Um, and All that's right. why I wanted to bring it up on here. Cause it's more, more than just, you know, Hey, what's up cypher boy. You know, just, <laughs> I thought something that I, I think people might be able to get benefit from it. So over to you, Mike. <laughs> right. <laughs> why? Thanks Bill. Uh, <laughs> right. Um, yes. The strange notion that the universe is, was created in a cipher, which is a basically a vacuum of, you know, nothingness and, uh, it rushes nowhere. Um, it's not all that strange to me. It's pretty much, um, what I believe in. Um, you know, about, yes, there are forces, um, talked about it plenty of times, man. You know, my first, my first, uh, inkling into being able to grasp the program and have a power greater than myself, um, was love. That is a force that is, you know, at the time, um, my granddaughter was two years old and, um, she, you know, she would look at me with those big blue eyes and, you know, there was no goddamn reason in the world that she should love me other than <laughs> she did. That is a power greater than me. Um, you know, I've built on it and it grows and whatever changes and, um, you know, the, the, the program of Alcoholics Anonymous is a power greater than myself. The fellowship is a power greater than myself. Um, I can apply lots and lots of things. I have lots of powers greater than myself. But as far as some magical intelligence that runs the universe, that's nonsense to me. Um, and... I, I just, I don't believe in it. It doesn't make sense to me. Um, 
clearly there's no evidence of it. <laughs> um, if you if you believe that, that's great. If that helps you along the way and makes you a better person, cool. Um, I don't care one way or another. I'm just telling you where I stand. Where I stand is there is no magical intelligence running anything in my mind. Um, there are forces that are greater than me, positive forces that make me a better person. And that's all I need to have. But yes, yeah, so I am a pure atheist. I do not believe that there is magical anything. Um, I, <laughs> you know, the easy, the simple, quick way that I explain it to people is I don't believe that there's anything metaphysical. I don't believe that there's anything supernatural. Physical and natural are pretty fucking amazing to me, and it's enough for me. Right. And now I'm done. No, and I, I mean, I just, it's, it, and it was funny because uh, I know... I know exactly when you explained that to me and that wasn't, it wasn't that long ago uh, because to begin with, there were, mm. there were a number of years when um, you didn't necessarily go into that explanation, whether or not you were building that as you went along or whatever, right. but we were at dinner. Mm. Um, and I remember this specifically for it's your 50th birthday. So seven years ago. And ah. I, I made okay. some sort of crack about, you know, your atheism or whatever. And you're, you're like, no, listen, this is how, what I believe and how I believe. And you explained it that way. <laughs> and I was like, God damn, yeah. you know, I've only known you for seven fucking years and I've you've never explained <laughs> that to me, <laughs> you know, but, um, but yeah, or whatever mm. it was six years at that time, but still, um, I just, um, I'm amazed, not amazed by, mm. um, it, it interests me and it's, I, I enjoy hearing that because I can't put, for me, um, I'm literally middle of the road. I don't need to go to um, a building with a steeple mm -hmm. or anything like that, at least not upstairs. We've talked about that. I go downstairs where all the drunks and the junkies are. But, <laughs> right. Um, I, I, I don't go to church. I don't yep. believe in mainstream religion. Um, I don't do all that stuff. Now, is it because I wasn't raised that way? I don't know. We had friends in Cleveland that were, I mean, I talk, you know, like it's almost like the real mm. alcoholic. These guys, these people were real Catholics, you know, and you know, went to church, we did the whole thing and I just right. didn't, I never understood it. I never got it. I could never, mm -hmm. I could never grasp all of it. And it never really had this overwhelming, um, power or meaning to me. And maybe if it has nothing to do, I'm not saying if I would have mm -hmm. been raised differently, but maybe in a different circumstance, I would have got a different exposure, whatever, and had a different belief or a feeling. I don't know. Funniest thing in the world. And we've talked about, um, Bill Burr every once in a while. Uh, one of his specials, and I wish mm -hmm. I could find it, um, he's talking about um, religion and the fact that he's just kind of backed away from, you know, uh, the Catholic religion and that sort of thing. Said, really didn't have a reason why, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So I just, you know, kind of backed away. It didn't really mean that much to him. But then he starts talking about it. He goes, but I don't care. People do what they have. He goes, except for those fucking Scientologists. And he goes on this whole thing. And then um, <laughs> the one thing he said to us kind of funny was, isn't their leader, his name is like Greg or something like that or whatever. I don't know. Whatever. Is, let's just say it's Greg. Scientologists? Goes, yeah. What's well, L. Ron Hubbard. What is it? Oh, is it Ron? Okay. So it's Ron. Okay. L. Ron Hubbard. But whatever. Okay. L. Ron, yes. So, oh, his name is L. Ron? Well, yeah, the, the initial L, Ron Hubbard. Remember, okay. I lived in Hollywood. Okay. Like Jay, I'm Michael right Gatcher. here, man. Where are you? <laughs> sure. No, that's cool. But so what? whatever he said, you know, so he said that and then that he's talking about all this different stuff. But then, you know, he, he made a good point. He goes, he goes, why? He goes, why do I think that that is so ridiculous? He goes, because this and that, whatever. And he goes, he goes. 
I'm taught to believe that there's some guy in the sky, you know, that does this and does that. And it's magical and all this different. And it just made me laugh. You know, as he explained it, it was just based on he mm-hmm. was explaining it as in this is what I was exposed to. So this is what I believe, you know, and it just made a lot of sense to me. It was funny, mm-hmm. you know, but um, but anyhow, so I, li- I like the way that you explain it. It made me understand where you were coming from, um, certainly a lot more. And then for me, like I said, I'm just I'm middle of the road, man. I, I do think there's something out there, whether it's a force, whether it's a being, whatever it is. I don't know what's out there, you know, but I, I think there is something. But it's just not I'm just not into the whole, you know, full religion type of thing. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. But um, oh, these dogs are going nuts. Yeah. Talk talk to yourself for a minute. OK, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> all right um hi there i'm talking to myself now while bill goes and checks on the dogs <laughs> um yes I just i just Atheism. yelled and, i just yelled on the uh, stairs okay all yeah, right i, just well, I was going stairs. to say but i kind of wanted you yeah i just kind of wanted you to hear it too i mean um, I started off Catholic. Um, I was born again Christian when I was about 11. Um, I went to church on my own uh, in high school for like three years of high school. Um, you know, I, I believed in the stuff. It, it's been a slow process for me to realize that um, none of it works for me. None of it makes sense for me. And um yeah, you know, it's been a, and, uh, you know, I'm half Jewish and, um, I, you know, I, and again, bits and pieces, um, kind of like the program, you know, I take what I can use and leave the rest behind. I've told the story. Um, you know, I think the first time I went to, who do you know, I remember is, so it was my second week sober and, um, the guy's up there giving his lead and he, Early in his lead, he busts out a Bible quote, and I like ah shit because it was early on, and I was I knew what was going to happen in the meetings, and I wasn't sure how I was going to deal with it. Um, and I went, okay, here we go, Bible quote, and whatever it was, I don't remember what it was, but I do remember listening to it and going, well, fuck, that makes sense, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And and every and every time I lead. Um, you know, I always throw in that I'm an atheist because I think it's important that people sitting out there who are struggling with the God concept of the higher power part of the program um, need to know that it can work without that because I am proof of that. And um, but when I have that part in my lead, I always say I always quote the Bible. Faith without works is dead because that one works for me very much so. Um you know, believing something without action is bullshit. <laughs> Faith without right. works is dead. Right. Yeah. So so there you go. So don't think I don't know. Don't think I've always been. Don't think I've always. I listened to too much heavy metal music when I was younger and, you know, whatever. Because <laughs> I have the Hail Satan sticker on my car and I have a I fuck for Satan t-shirt. That's all bullshit, <laughs> too, in my mind. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you know that like we we're talking about again last week or the week before is that, um, you know, first of all, and we've said it plenty of times, it, it doesn't matter what people believe in. It doesn't matter what what people what nope. gets people here, what keeps them sober, all those different things, just as long as they're 
you know, making their lives better and making the lives of other people better, not hurting people, you know, but on top of this, uh, mm-hmm. this, this recovery thing, um, especially even if you narrow it down to, to AA only, you know, because all these people, everyone, well, not everyone, a lot of people think it's a God thing, you know, like we said, mm-hmm. the, the straight up mainstream, you know, American thing, God thing, um, is mm-hmm. it's not everywhere. And, it wouldn't work everywhere and recovery probably wouldn't work everywhere because everyone needs help right. in the community. And most people, most of these groups and these programs and these fellowships, you know, have some sort of thing that they, they may not pray to God, but they have some sort of the people believe in this higher power thing, you know? So I don't know. It just mm-hmm. to, to each his own, I guess is the easiest way to say it, but it just, um, and I do the same thing. I've, yep. I've, think I always tell people that uh, I'm agnostic, you know, because um, I don't care. I don't care what people right. think. I mean, I believe there's something there, but um, this, this shit works for me. I do not have to go to church in order for this thing to work. Mm-hmm. And if you want to go to church and make this, right. make this a God thing along with what you're doing. Cool. That's fine. You know, you do what you do, man. Just don't, mm-hmm. don't make me do your thing. And I'm not going to make you do my thing. It's fine. We're all, we're both on the same Absolutely. path. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. Absolutely. God bless America. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know what? And, and I almost wasn't going to say anything, but I think we're, I think we still have a delay. I do. I just, I think we're, I think we're delaying a little yeah, we bit do. too, which is, it's just fucking weird. I don't, I don't know where it's coming from, but, uh, um, I don't know. Cause I, again, I reset, I know you always reset your modem and some, some fucking weirds going yep. on, but in the, in the uh-huh. interweb worlds, but, uh, yeah, it gets, uh, gets a little bit annoying. Cause I, I can tell usually cause you're, we're talking and then I hear you laugh like uh, two, three seconds after I said something, <laughs> you know, or like when I was, you know, trying to, I was muting to go yell at the dogs for a second. Just all I did was open the door and yell downstairs, knock it off. <laughs> and they did. Um, but, mm. but yeah, I could hear you pause a little bit later, but anyhow, so on that note, um, what do you think? We're at, I think we're about that, Mark. We've stalled enough. Let's let's take a oh, break yeah. and then we can get into our into our news, right? Absolutely. All right. Well, stay tuned for the news right after this word from our sponsor. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, it's your friends at Sober Not Mature. Hi there. And, uh, <laughs> yes, yes, it's it's both of your friends this time. Hi Mike, how are you? I'm well. How are you, Bill? I am doing well. But we do we do have a purpose. Uh, we we actually usually talk about uh, our one website, but we actually have two websites now. So two. We Two websites in one. <laughs> All right. So so everyone knows we still have the podcast website that is www.sobernotmature.com. Uh-huh. And we just launched the store website. So uh, we also have that. Do you know what the website address is on that one, Mike? Of course I don't. <laughs> it's pretty easy, Mike. It's www.sobernotmatureshop.com. Ah. So, <laughs> but from the, the the podcast website, you can still hit the store link and get into the uh, into the web store, or you can right. access it from our Instagram page through the highlights. Uh, we've been posting quite a bit of, about it, and we'll continue to do that. But mm-hmm. do you know what's on the second website, Mike? 
Um, it, well, there's a store. There are products that you can purchase for you <laughs> and your loved ones. <laughs> well, Mike, do we do we still have merchandise? <laughs> we have merchandise. Well, we got T-shirts and coffee mugs and all kinds of crap. <laughs> and what are the what are the coolest parts? We also do have. <laughs> All the recovery books from Hazelden, which is kind of a big deal. That um, is least, a big deal. Yeah, at least for us. So all the books that we read, God grant me 24 hours, the big book, the 12 and 12, um, all of those books are available for sale on our website. And they once are. again, that, that store website is www.sober. <laughs> trying to help, man. <laughs> I know you are. You're not helping, though. Okay, now i got to say www.sobernotmatureshop.com. Dot so, com. Dot com. Visit that today or visit the, the podcast website, which is, again, you know the podcast website, so. Uh, com. <laughs> Did you just say sober but not mature? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> yeah, like fucking mush mouth or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. You've suffered enough with this, and uh, we'll get back to what we were talking about previously. So visit the websites, though. All right, everyone, welcome back. And yeah, I think we've got like a three second delay, if I'm not mistaken, because when I said when I said that, that there was like a three second pause for you. But I don't know if hey, fucking people you get to deal with this shit. I don't know what the fuck it is. So still mm, there. Me neither. <laughs> yeah, right here, man. <laughs> all right. All right. I was going to suggest resetting again, but fuck it. People are going to have to just deal with it. We'll have to deal with it too. It just, you know what? Hey, let's, let's pretend this is, this is the 1970s and you're on location mm. and I ask you a question and then you sit there with your, with your finger on your ear, take a second to think, and then you start <laughs> responding to me. So that we're going to pretend like this is old time TV and it, it takes a while for that feed to get in. So that's what we're doing now. <laughs> All right. Does it? Does my finger have to be in my ear? Can it be somewhere else? Yes, you can. You can place your finger wherever you'd like to place your finger. How's that? <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah. So we got uh, we got some bad news this week, and uh, like you're you're the one that they got the news, and obviously shared it with me. So um, I don't know. Why don't you kick it off? I mean, I, I think we got some things to talk about, right? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, still don't really know exactly what happened, but um, a friend of ours um, from pretty much the get-go um, decided that he didn't want to be here anymore and uh, took himself out, and it uh, pretty much shocked everybody. Um, I found out, I was actually at my home group, and I was there early because I opened up this week, and uh, another guy shows up there and hangs out, and we were talking, and um he had been at a meeting earlier in the week and someone had said, you know, pray for this guy and his family. Um, and you know, uh, some meetings ask if anyone has any prayers, special intentions. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and apparently that, uh, that and he said his name and I'm like, that can't be that, that just, that can't be. And so I, I, um, I called his number and went straight to voicemail and, um, then I went on Facebook and there was nothing. And then, so I reached out to some mutual friends and, um, yeah, got a, got an answer back, uh, within five minutes or so that, yeah, that's what happened. Uh, it was, um, apparently last Saturday, um, the 17th and, um, yeah, that's, that's all I know. Um, 
I'm, I don't know. I assume he was still sober. I don't see that he picked up. I think he just picked up. Uh, I, I don't even know how he did it or, you know, certainly don't know why he did it, but he did it. And like I said, he was somebody that had been around since we got sober and he was, um, you know, part of the support group and part of the solid guys that were around. And um, it's just a fucking shame, man. You know, I wish I wish he would have used the tools that we were given in this program to solve whatever problem that he had. Because, um, you know, uh, the, my favorite Jerry Stahl is a, a writer. Um, he's uh, actually friends with Mark Marin. Um, uh, if you want to read a really good book about addiction, um, Permanent Midnight, it was made into a movie. Uh, starring Ben Stiller. The movie's oh. okay. The book is really good. Um, and um, But anyway, Jerry Stahl, longtime member of the program. And, um, he, you know, he's got the greatest quote on suicide um, that I've ever heard. And it is, um, yes, suicide is always an option. Unfortunately, the blood spatters on the living. Right. Um, which, <laughs> you know, and actually I... I when I talked to Chris Sunday night, my girlfriend, um, and told her, cause she knew him too. Uh, the gentleman we're talking about. Um, and she said, uh, she had a, another really good quote on the subject. It was, um, it, it doesn't take our pain away. It just, um, it gives it to somebody else. And, um, yeah, fuck that man. You know, and I know Bill, you've had a lot of it in your life. Um, you know, close family members who have done it. Um, I've had people in my life that have done it too. Um, and that's it, man. It doesn't take their pain away. It just gives it to fucking somebody that's still here. So, um, you know, if you're thinking about it and if, you know, you think it's an option, um, it's not, man, you know, use the tools that are so freely given to us to, that we've used to solve other problems, solve whatever that problem is to using the same tools because they work for all of them. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and, and this gentleman that, um, that, that we're talking about, we've actually um, referenced him, talked about him a lot, uh, you know, in this, in, well, and now, now, mm -hmm. we, now we're officially two years on this thing, but um, his name has been brought up a lot because uh, like Mike said, I mean, he, he was part of, um, part of our sober lives, you know, literally from, from the mm -hmm. beginning. Cause he was, was he two years ahead right. of us, three years or four years or was it? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Two, three, four. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Yeah. Okay. And I, that's, I, I obviously knew we had more time than us, but I couldn't, uh, I couldn't remember, you know, how, how many, how many years ahead, but, um, but yeah, so from the mm -hmm. start and, and the thing of it is, so when, you know, cause Mike texted me right away and, and you texted me the, the obit and you're like, yeah, I just found out. And I looked and mm -hmm. I mean, I'm looking at my phone and I'm like, it didn't even fucking register right away because, right. you know, it's once again, you know, you started off with explaining, you know, one of these guys, one of these solid guys, one of our, one of the people we've looked up to, one of the people, you know, that has been around us and all that, and all that stuff. And I was just like, what the fuck, man? And then it wasn't even that, I mean, you like, you're like, I don't know why and I don't know how and all that stuff. And in my head, so, because I had told Kathy that too, because she had, uh, I think, taken the dogs for a walk or whatever. And I was standing outside and I told her, because she mm -hmm. knew, she had met him. Um, and I said, sure. uh, and she's like, well, you know, I, I said, 
I don't know any details I said, except for, I said, well, because you just brought up about whether you started drinking or not, you know, or whether you picked up or did whatever. And, and my first thought was, well, first of all, I was, Mm -hmm. I was, I was shocked. Um, it, it bummed me out, but I was also angry, you know? Um, but on top Mm -hmm. of that too, and what I thought was, I'm like, okay, so worst case scenario, I think even if he wasn't drinking, we, we know that he wasn't doing what he should be doing because I don't think. If, right. if us people are doing what we're supposed to be doing, that we get to that point without reaching out to somebody, you know, um, which is a mm-hmm. shame. And I mean, granted, I mean, all of us, I, I mean, I know anyone who knew him and, and cared for him and loved him and was around him would would love to have that opportunity to know, you know, the the what what was it? Why? You know, Um Right. And why didn't he reach out? Why didn't he use the tools? And, you know, what what wasn't he doing that, that got him to that point? And I'm not saying this isn't like years ago when I'm, I'm wondering, like, I don't want to do these things. I know what I have to do every day, you know, hopefully to keep myself sober, number one, relatively sane, or at least mm-hmm. if I start to get, you know, wigged out on something, um, I, I do. I have the people. I have the tools. And, and I think I know what to do, you know, to, to get help when I need it, you know. Um, right. But, um, yeah. but shit, I mean, it just, I, I was just going to say, I don't get it, but I mean, I suppose we're, it, if you, if it's, it's some sort of, it seems to me, and I don't know, God, I, I don't even want to speculate, but it just feels like people not mm. doing what they do, you know, even if they're sober to get to that point where that's the option, you know what I mean? It just, I don't know. It's right. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. But uh, I, I mean, you know best case scenario is um you know he, he was sick i mean um which is to me <laughs> look kids you want to really get serious if i get something real fucking bad um you know your dog is really fucking sick and their quality of life is really fucking awful what do you do you put them down um you know something i get to that point that's going to happen now i'm not going to go hide somewhere and not let anybody know i'm going to bring everybody in and say look this is what's going to happen because you know clearly um my quality of life is awful and and that's just you know again uh this atheist doesn't think that fucking human lives are so much better than a dog or a cat i think we're pretty much the same um and and i don't want to suffer you know so anyway, so I don't know, maybe best case scenario, he was sick and, and, and he just, you know, I don't know. Nobody right. knows any details, which really sucks. Um, that's best case scenario. You know, he was sick and, and, you know, the Robin Williams thing, you know, he had this thing and, and he said, fuck it, I can't live like this anymore. Take yourself out. And that's kind of okay. Um, but again, doing it secretively right. and surprising <clears throat> the people that you love with that is shitty. Um, I, I think you need to include everyone, you know, make them part of it. <laughs> um, right. You know, yeah. But I don't know. You know, I don't know if it was psychological. I don't know. You know, again, we don't know if, if he picked up. We don't know. Don't know anything. All we know for sure is he couldn't be here anymore and he took himself out and it sucks. Right. But like you said, yeah, first off, the, straight, you know, there's no bad examples. Right. Yeah. That's what I, I said. Two things. I'm like, there's no bad examples. And well, I guess we have something to talk about on Friday, which is, and I didn't mean that in, you know, right. trying to be funny or anything like that. Because, um, you know, seriously, it's just these, and here, here's the thing. And 
I hope everyone everyone understands, or whether you do, you don't. I I'm gonna say this with uh, just I don't give a fuck if everyone understands why we why we do or choose to talk about you know certain things or why we choose not to talk about other things. Mm. Um, it's our it's our own choice, but you know certain things like this, like you know Mike just mentioned family members and people we've had that are close and things like that. We don't talk about those situations because there's other people involved in those situations and it's not, it's not just about us. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not just about we're involving people basically without their, their permission. Now, this guy we're talking about, granted, he's got family and stuff too. Well, two things we've not mentioned his name yet, although it's been mentioned on here before, but on top of that too, I mean, this was, Mm. he was, he was as close to family to us as, you know, as it could have been, you know, part of our sober family and, and that sort of thing. But the other thing too, is that, um, I don't know, for, for Mike and I to to have this conversation, I think it's, it's something that's needed. You know, this is part of, I don't know how we heal. It's a weird way to put it, but it, it kind of is, you know, it's part of how we deal with this Mm. shit is to get it out. And and, and like I said, to begin with, I was fucking angry. I was just, I was stewing about the whole goddamn thing. Oh yeah. And I, and I knew that I knew that, that, yeah. And I know that I knew and I know that by the end of this conversation, I'm going to feel a little bit better. It's not going to make the situation better. It's not going to make him come back. But, you know, you just put a different spin on that. Maybe he was. Maybe he was out of his fucking mind. It was a mental thing. Who knows? OK, so that's uncontrollable. Maybe he mm-hmm. was sick and maybe he should have let somebody know. But, um, you know, maybe he took that way out again. It is what it is. But, um, you know. Whatever, whatever the situation is, it happens and it does. It sucks. He was a, he was such a good dude and I mean, a big part of our lives. But here's the other reason, you know, that we, you know, mentioning the the mentor thing and uh, not mentor really, but you know, somebody we looked up to. I looked up the thing in the twenty four hour book mm. um, about the you know putting people on a pedestal and things like that. Um, let me. Yep. Let me find it real quick. Here we are. I want to read this because this is something that um, it's from July 23rd. And and I think that so we read this for the first time um, really early in sobriety. And I know that both Mike and I have fallen back on this when when we do get somebody that, you know, that we've looked up to. Um, so I just want to read it real, real quick. It said we should remember that all AAs just put all people in recovery um, have clay feet. We should not set any member upon a pedestal and make her or him out as a perfect member of recovery. It's not fair to the person to be singled out in this fashion. And if the person is wise, she or he will not wish it. If the person we single out as the ideal recovery person has a fall, we are in danger of falling too. Without exception, we are all only one drink away from a drunk, no matter how long we have been sober. Nobody is entirely safe. Um, the group itself should be our ideal, not any particular member of it. Okay. So um, that mm-hmm. has helped me through a lot of things, even with um, a family member, you know, uh, a particular family member. Um, it's right. helped me with people that uh, you've had two sponsors that have, you know, not necessarily died, but, you know, that went out, you know, while they were sponsoring mm-hmm. you. We've had people right. that um, that we yep. look up to and respect and, you know, we're sober sometimes long before sometimes just a little bit ahead of us um that have taken that fall and that's for anyone out there if you're if you're newly sober that that's a problem for some people they're like okay so so this dude out here whoever this dude is let's say um robbie okay so robbie's out there and robbie's been sober for you know 15 years robbie's been sober for 20 years he's got all these guys he's sponsoring all these people 
you know, or it's Susie, doesn't matter, this person, and everyone looks up to this person, then this person gets drunk, this person, you know, kills themselves, whatever the deal is, they're the the problem is, is if, if we idolize or again, put that person up on that pedestal, we look at that and we're like, well, if, if she couldn't do it or if he couldn't do it, how in the world can I do it? Which is fucking wrong, you know? And it's just, it's just mm-hmm. not, it's not true. Absolutely. You know? And in this, this guy, um, God, he, he did a lot for us. He was, he was a friend. I mean, he, we saw him at meetings. Um, I, I remember I led for him at, uh, the last time I led it, who do you know? Um, he's yeah. the one that he's the one that asked me, um, and that was, I think mm-hmm. that was the one where, uh, Daryl's son, uh, Derek was there. And I, I ended up talking about his dad and mm-hmm. didn't know his, his son was in, in the room and I didn't say anything <laughs> right. bad about him, but you know, um, you know, but, um, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, he, uh, you know, our friend, again, this gentleman that just passed away, he called me on a whim and he's like, Hey, he saw me, saw me on Facebook. He goes, I hear you're going to be in Cleveland this town for founders day or Cleveland this weekend for founders day. Right. And I said, yep. And he goes, I'm chairing and I need a lead. Can you do it? I'm like, yep. <laughs> and I think I, <laughs> and I think I led, uh, cause I drove in that, I, that day. I don't think I even, I got to Cleveland at like six o'clock. Um, you know, so I didn't, I, I led mm-hmm. in like, I think I'd led in a Harley shirt, you know, and I apologize when, you know, when I walked up there and I had, you know, a couple of the, probably the bobs and the, you know, a couple of people in the back looked at me a little bit funny, but I'm like, you know what? Hey, this is, it's what I just mm-hmm. drove, you know, drove eight hours and, you know, got here when I, when I could get here and tried to do what I got to do. But I don't know. He was a big part of our lives yep. and a big part of our sobriety is, uh, is really what it comes down to. And it's, was. Uh, it sucks and it's sad, you know, is really what it comes down to. Right. You know? Yeah, it is. But you know, I mean, like when I was telling the story, man, you know, um, yeah, that, that reading that you did out of the 24 hour book. Absolutely. I, I, you know, I use that too. And like I said, he, whatever reason wasn't using the tools and wasn't working the program to its fullest for whatever reason, like I said, man, you know, um, if that's, if it comes down and that's what you got to do, you fucking, you got, you can't do anything alone, anything practice these principles in all our affairs. If it's time for you to take yourself out, you need to fucking include some other people. We can't do anything by ourselves. Um, yeah, you know, uh, so yeah, not, we can't put him on a pedestal, whatever the thing is, he didn't include others and he did something wrong and it sucks. And I wish he wouldn't have, because he was a really good guy. And like you said, man, I fucking loved him a lot, but, um, yeah, you know, fallible, no human power, man. And he was definitely human power just as we all are. Yeah. And it's just, uh, you know, and that's a, that's a thing, you know, I, it goes back to what I just thought about, cause I heard somebody say it on, I don't know, probably on a fucking podcast again, you know, the, Oh, if I, if all the shit I went through, if I can do this, anyone can. No, you fuck it. No, I I hate that. I hate that phrase so much, (laughs) you know, because it's just, it's just not true, you know? And, you know, when you take a, I don't know, maybe, maybe this is an example, maybe it's not, but the whole point is, I mean, yes, all of us can have the same tools and it's my opinion. And I think yours too. Let's go back to the recipe thing. If every single one of us takes that box, the cake box or box of cake recipe and follows it to a T, we're going to get a fairly decent edible cake. It's going to be at least something that can be presentable and happy is not going to kill us. Right. You know, but 
if we're going all right. fucking willy nilly and you know doing whatever and you know leaving out the the eggs and not mixing this up the right way and you know um, not reading the directions, then it, your shit's not going to turn out right. Okay, every single one of us has the ability. Yes, okay, but not everyone can do this thing. Clearly, not everyone stays sober, because the problem is, is that even though everyone could do it, maybe physically have the ability to do it, you know, um, you got to do the work. Every single fucking day, every time shit comes up, if things go bad, you got to mm-hmm. talk to somebody, you know. So, I mean, I hear I hear it so often. It's a, it's almost like a, a cliche buzz phrase in uh, mainly in the AA rooms, but I just hear it a lot. Man, if I could do this with all I've been through, anyone can. Fuck you. <laughs> it's anytime I hear it, I just want to. <laughs> I just want to tell the person, no, go fuck yourself. Quit telling these people that. You know, at least put the thing in there. If, if I can do it and if you do the amount of work that I did and put the amount of dedication in and put the amount of blood, sweat and tears as I do every day or did, um, cause what do we do? I mean, you don't think what you do right now every day is hard. Do you? I mean, every single day now, Mike, do you? No, absolutely not. No, no, no. It's, it's routine. It's habit. It's a way of life. It's yeah, no, it's not difficult. It's not always I don't, honestly, I don't always like, you know, yay, I get to fucking do my 10 step <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, but, but I do it, you know, cause it's just what I do. And, and if again, take the action and, and just do the shit that we're supposed to do, we get the results. Right. Um, yeah, I'm not always completely thrilled and it's not always, but it is routine and it is habit and it is what I do. So Yeah. You know, it's certainly a hell of a lot easier than it was, you know, 13 years ago. That's for damn sure. Right. I mean, I always use the analogy, too, of them. You know, I, I mean, not everyone flies a plane, so I, I've used the analogy of a plane taking off. But let's let's go merging on get, getting onto a freeway. You know, it takes a lot of gas, a lot of power and a lot of, you know, sometimes if there's a lot of traffic out there, you got to really pay attention and put some put some work, quote unquote, into getting on the freeway. Right. Getting into an area where you're in your middle lane, wherever you are going at a certain speed. And at that point, not that you have to take you can't take your hand off the wheel you can't just fucking look away and put your feet up you know but at that point you can you can <laughs> ease back a little bit and you're driving right everything's cool you're what you're still watching out because i think the driving thing's a decent enough analogy because you still got to watch out for motherfuckers and the motherfuckers on the highway that cut mm-hmm. the pull in front of you or the you know the pothole or the thing in the road or whatever it is you know, that's that's like in life having have, having life happen. You know, we still got to watch out for life potholes and life numb nuts and <laughs> everything else. But the hardest work we do is getting onto that freeway. You know, once you get onto it, if you're if you're doing it right, and you're paying attention and you're doing that work every day. That's why that's why I asked that question. I mean, I know that every day there's a certain amount of time I plan my day. And I've said this before. I find out whatever it is, what time do I have to leave to be there? Or what time do I have to be there? If I got to be someplace at nine o'clock and it takes me 30 minutes to be there, I know I need to leave the house 45 minutes early. Cause I always want to, I'm, I'm not a, a run in arrive on time type of guy. And then from there, I back it off the certain amount of time that I know I need to take my shower and shave, which doesn't take that much, but it's my readings and it's my prayers. And yeah, I go on Instagram and whatever, but I plan my day backwards and I always fill in the time. And if it comes back to I get to get up at some ridiculous hour, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> but I'm not cutting anything out. It's got to get right. done, you know. So, but I'm, I mean, I'm, 
I'm committed to doing the work because I know what it's going to do for me. It's going to keep me alive. And it's, you know, like we talked about in the beginning, it's going to make hopefully me be a decent person today, at least better than I was yesterday or the day before, or sure as fuck better than I was 15 years ago. So, yeah. Right. <laughs> After all that, thank you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> no, sometimes it's like, what more can you say after all that? And you're like, no, right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But um, I don't know. Nope, I mean, nope, there's probably it. there's probably not a lot more to say about uh, you know about our friend except for the fact that fuck, he's going to be missed and um, shit. You know, I just uh, like you said. You know, I wish he would have reached out, or I wish he would have made a better choice, or if nothing else. Um, I wish you would included people, if, you know, because if he would have came to a group of us and said, hey, I'm, this is what I'm going to do. I would have been like, are you fucking kidding me? But, you know, hey, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, if it, maybe there's a back, maybe there's a backstory, right. a back reason and in, in whatever. And um, I don't know that I would have would have been like, hey, hey, rock on, buddy. Sounds like a great idea. See you later or see you never. I don't know. Whatever. Right. <laughs> whatever you believe in, maybe see you never or, or see you later. But I, I don't know. I just don't know. There's no, there's not a right answer, but that just is what it is. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it comes down <laughs> to, uh, it's a really fucking selfish act. And, um, bottom line is I don't want to be fucking selfish like that anymore. So I won't. Right. Yeah. And, and we've talked about that before too. It's just that, uh, you know, we, we mentioned it at the beginning of this podcast. I mean, I'm not, um, I said it before, I'm not, I'm not afraid to die. You know, I think I have, I think I have a life right now that, um, that I can be proud of. And I think people around me can be proud of me for, um, you know, but I, Mm -hmm. if (laughs) one, if I die right now, um, when, you know, whenever I die, mm-hmm. um, there's, only, there's only a couple of things that, that I want, you know, and they're, they're controllable by me. I want to be sober and I want to continue to be, I want to have lived a life that the people around me can at least be, be proud of, you know, that that's it. Two things, you know, and I, I have complete yep. control over both of those. I can't change people's opinions, but I could live a life for somebody to be proud of the, if they choose not to fuck them, you know, but, um, you know, I can, I, I can be sober, you know, and I could do the things I have to do to try to be that person. So, yep. you know, when that does happen, then I don't leave a, leave a fucking scar on, you know, the, the people around me. So. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's it. That All is right. it. So anything, anything else more on that? I mean, I think we, I, I just don't even know what else to say except for what we've said. So. Yeah. All right. Yeah, exactly. We'll miss you and God damn it. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you said you had some good news. Let's, uh, let's, let's brighten this fucking yeah, goddamn yeah. dark black hole up with some good news. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I mean, it's, it's nothing huge. It's, it's, um, <laughs> it's really not. Um, the company I work for, um, the, the offices are over on the east side of town. I live on the west side of town. Um, and the offices and the property that they're on are not the best. And, uh, they, you know, they've said that, I mean, half the fleet is parked, um, over at one of the rail yards. It's a few miles away. It's just not real cool anyway. So they finally, um, uh, got a place, um, that's going to accommodate the entire fleet. We'll be able to park some trailers there. Um, it's just going to be much better. The office will be able to be open 24 hours. So we'll be able to get in there and do shit if we need to, you know, make a couple 
fucking cup of coffee or heat up a burrito or something. That's all stuff <laughs> that we, we can't do here in Cleveland. We haven't right. been able to. Um, but the cool thing is, okay, so this is all good. Um, it's actually going to be in a month. Um, the April 1st will be the first day that we're fully there. Um, but the very cool thing is it is exactly 1.2 miles from my house. <laughs> and how long so, does it take I you mean, to get to get there now? <laughs> I mean, 20, 25 minutes, depending on the traffic and stuff. It's, you know, oh. it's the other side of town. It's not bad. You know, it's, it's not horrible, whatever. You know, I mean, it's under a half an hour for sure for me to drive over there. And then when I get done with work, drive home, it's under a half an hour. Um, you know, unless there's like a wreck on the freeway or something, um, that's right. all wiped out. And actually, when the, uh, the weather's a little nicer, I can fucking walk to work. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's literally, it's, you know, it's going to be like a 15 minute walk. It's, it's wow. like a wow. three minute drive. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. <laughs> it's right around the corner. But, yep. Well, but like, like you said, I mean, it so sounds I'm like it'll be happy not about only that. Well, yeah, and not only a nicer facility, but, uh, you know, things like that, like you said, that having, being able to have the office open, if you, you know, for, because, I mean, there's trucks going in and out of these these places now, I, I know for a fact, you know, um, so, you know, somebody comes in at, you know, probably two, mm-hmm. three in the morning and, you know, rather than sitting there in a dark parking lot, they could actually walk in and just go use the restroom if they needed to, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. You- so it's, it's going to be cool. It's going to be nice. Well, that, that is nice because, I mean, anything like that, you know, having, um, I, I don't know, in, granted, your workspace is, is basically, you know, behind the wheel every every day and all day. But, you know, to have a, a place like that that actually is right. just a nicer, yeah. a nicer you know, building facility and, and if nothing else, a, a safer lot to be in, it sounds like, is going to be there too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's right the fuck around the corner from my house. <laughs> yeah, and that's uh, yeah from the selfish side of things. That's right around the corner. You know what? the The only time that I worked um, that close, yep. you know, to where I lived was uh, actually that that last place that that I worked um, before I got sober. So you know, that's 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 the one where I could I could actually come home and um, you know drink during my lunch hour. So I don't have to worry about that these days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so, I mean, I've got, uh, I think I got one or one or two more things on here. Is that you're cool on that part of it? I mean, th- I think that's great, especially the 1.2 miles from yeah. your house. I think it's wonderful. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm happy. Right. <laughs> Feel <laughs> you know, bad for you know, the guys that live over on the is... east side, but you know, I've been doing it for five years. So. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, somebody's got to take the drive, so fuck them. Yeah, it's their turn now, right? <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, you know, we got to figure out, and this is uh, nothing I had written down, but um, so we got to figure out our anniversary weekend at some point. Doesn't have to be figured out now, um, but I think that's going to be that last week of April mm-hmm. if I'm looking at the calendar, right? And then um, we got to figure out, are we definitely are you definitely looking at doing that retreat? And then I know we're doing founders day, but are you definitely looking at doing the retreat at the end of May? Uh, I'm actually not. Um, We are going to Myrtle beach the first week of June. So um, yeah, I'm going to be gone from the first through the fifth. 
So oh, okay. I'm not going to be able to do the retreat. It's just not going to happen. Okay. And you know what? Actually, that, that wouldn't be a bad thing. I was kind of looking at it. I'm like, yeah, we kind of halfway committed, but I, I may not either because uh, I know Founders Day and I was trying to figure out stuff with work. I mean, I'm we, we get vacation time and this and that, but I'm still, I'm still going to be new-ish in what I'm doing because I'm trying to figure out if um, I may even, well, you and I can talk about it and figure out timing and stuff, but um, I'm just going to be it's going to be tough for me. I don't want to take too many days off if I don't have to is the main point kind of coming up to it. So, right. But yeah. yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. No, you're trying to be a fucking responsible citizen. Well, you know what? I mean, on top of that too, that, um, yes, but I also, I'm, there, there's such an opportunity for me to, to make money and I've got, I've got some catching up to do. So <laughs> I'm, I'm also trying to do what, whatever I can to, um, to keep everything, you know, kind of these, these first, these first few months are going to be critical to kind of build this whole, I don't know, you kind of build a whole base of stuff in there and it's going to be critical stuff. So trying to look at it. Yeah. Be responsible. Oh, so you're building a foundation. Yeah, it, I've never it heard is. of that before. <laughs> yeah, this whole thing. Yeah, it literally it is. It's it's building. It is building a definitely building a foundation. So, but yeah. So okay. So we just got to figure out mainly Founders Day. We know we'll figure that out. And then uh, our anniversary weekend. We got to get a hold of Michael and see if he wants to. I think we we're talking about doing the whole casino thing. So that should be fun. So, right. <laughs> cool. Yeah. yeah. This, uh, I, I'm telling you there, there is, there's literally like a three second delay. This is, we'll have to, we'll have to figure this out. You know, it'll yeah, be interesting. Closer I, I, to four or five. <clears throat> yeah. I don't even, I don't even know what's crazy. I'm going to have to try to figure out, um, you know, if, again, if it's, if it's on my end or your end, we'll have to figure out some way to test this. And it's crazy, you know, two weeks in a row there, there's some, I don't think it's, I don't, it can't be a Riverside thing. I think it's, it's one of us. I just don't know which one it is, but we'll have to check this out. So. Cause it, is it irritating? I don't know. I mean, we is... started off okay, and it seems like it's getting worse. Oh, it's right. fucking we... awful, man. It's irritating as hell. I know. I know. I know. But um, anyhow, so I think I have um, – I've got just, I don't know, one or two maybe little quick things that we can chit-chat about real quick. But, uh, oh, fuck, we got a, we got like an hour and 15 minutes, and we got to be on the Zoom thing. <laughs> okay. So uh-huh. um, let's uh, – which one do I want to talk about? Oh, I know it's got, this is just a completely kind of like a fucked up thing. Just, just the other day. So, um, and I've talked about before waking up and, or just being in a good mood on certain days. And I start to like question myself, which is stupid, you know, if I'm in a good mood, (laughs) um, which I, I try really hard not to do. And that's something that literally we solved. I don't want to say solved, but we talked about it here and, you know, we kind of talked through it and changed my whole outlook on it where I don't, I don't question it, but just uh, it was Monday or Tuesday, whatever day it was. Uh, probably I'm Tuesday, Wednesday. It doesn't matter. But I, I woke up. I woke up the other day and like like felt wonderful. I mean, like physically wonderful, you know. And it wasn't like being in a good mood. Like I'm wondering where my mood came from. But I'm sitting there. I'm like, why? Why do I physically feel good today? What did I do yesterday? What did I eat? Did I go to bed at a certain time? So I'm like trying to figure out this formula because I don't know about, well, I think I know about you because we talked about it. I wake up in the morning and sometimes just like I roll over and my fucking knees hurt, my back hurts. I mean, we're everyone out there, you know, we're, we're both in our, in our fucking mid fifties, you know, and just, you know, shit, shit's getting old. And uh, sometimes waking up is not the easiest. It's, it's fine. But I'm like, I'm like an old Buick these days, you know, I'm, I'm going to start it today. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to start up. It's just going to take me a minute to warm up and get running, you know? Um, 
But I woke up and I'm like, damn, I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm in a good mood. And, you know, nothing hurts. And literally, I, I had gone to bed at, I don't know, I went to bed at like 20 after 10 or something like that. So it wasn't like really early. This and that. I ate the same thing I did the other day. But I'm like, I wonder how I feel the next day. That was fucking beat up and tired. I had a headache in the morning. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I just... Nothing changed. What the fuck? Why do I physically feel good one day, like different than normal, like noticeably mm. better? And then the other day, I'm just like the same old shit. I, I don't get it. It had nothing. This has nothing to do with sobriety, but I just thought about it. it. Just reminded me of being in a good mood versus a bad mood, and I don't fucking get it. You know. <laughs> yeah. God, there's a well, yeah. There's yeah, a just enjoy it while it lasts, man. Because I can't remember the last fucking day. <laughs> right. Right. So, um, yeah, so that was just, that was just a little thing on that. So, um, I'm going to do one more, one more, like a reading from, uh, or a thing from one of the, one of the books. And then I think we're going to be fucking done because yeah, this, this delay is just fucking crazy. Just crazy. Right. Um, it keeps getting worse and worse. I know it actually does. Okay. So this is from the, the reading one day at a time. Do I sometimes cherish bad feelings so that I can feel sorry for myself? Okay. I'll read that again. (laughs) Do I ever sometimes cherish bad feelings so that I can feel sorry for myself? And I wrote it down because I I think I know what our answers are going to be. But anyhow, what do you think? Ah, yes, of course. God damn right. Um, (laughs) But not as much as I used to. And I recognize it. And I also know that it's, um, counterproductive and, um, yes, of course I want to wallow in my own shit. I was comfortable in my own shit for years and years and years. Yes. I want to be a victim. I want you all to feel sorry for me. Oh, poor me, poor me, pour me another drink. Um, (laughs) yeah, I know it's, (laughs) it's dangerous and stupid and, um, I don't allow myself to stay there for very long, but yes, of course it's attractive. And of course it was the way I lived my life for a long, long time. So yes, it's easy and comfortable to slip back into it, but, um, but it's not good for me. So I don't stay there very long anymore. Right. Yeah. And that's uh, that's kind of the, the same thing. And I mean, and the, the whole point is, I mean, Everyone has the, I want to say the right, but everyone, everyone gets in a, in a bad mood or has bad moments or things like that. There's nothing wrong with it. It happens, you know, but I think it's, it's so dangerous for us to, to wallow in something like that because, you know, then we get to that point where, you know, we feel bad that we feel worse and then we wallow and then all these different things. And then, you know, you're the one that always says it. I know exactly what, you know, what can make me feel better. And that's a dangerous part, but um, yeah, I mean, sometimes, you know, being in a bad mood and, you know, kind of feeling sorry for ourselves and, you know, getting the, the poor me's or the why me's or that's, or like you said, you know, poor me, poor me. And yeah, that's what it leads to. But I don't know. It just, it threw me, it threw mm-hmm. me a little bit there that came from a recovery book, but not so much because, um, that's some of the things that I, I like about the books. They, they're kind of, um, I don't know. They're, they're weird statements, but they, they do, they make you think a little bit. There's nothing wrong with that, you know? So, um, so yeah, I just thought that might be a, just be a interesting thing if nothing else to talk about for a minute. So, so there. Right. And, right. And, and, and you said it's kind of strange coming from a recovery book. No, cause we, that's, 
again, we're not unique. We're not special. We're not different. We're all the fucking same. And we all lived in that same shit for a long, long time. So they're just uh, reminding us of uh, what we're capable of. And, and hopefully that reminder shows us that uh, we don't want to live that way anymore. Right. Yeah. That's, that's actually a good point. See, that's the, that's the other reason I bring these up sometimes. Cause when, whatever it was a couple of weeks ago when we talked about something, whatever statement it was that didn't make sense to me. And right away you're like, yeah, that makes perfect sense. This is what it means. I'm like, yeah, okay. I got it now. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, sometimes I'm just reading shit. I'm like, I don't fucking understand that. But uh, yeah, and now it's kind of funny. I think, uh, I think the delay's gone and it right as we're going to wrap up, but hey, fuck it. I think we're, I think we're done because oh, um, really, yeah, I, yeah, you're, you're not, uh, you don't seem delayed to me anymore. So, but um Anyhow, well, you know, all right, all you all you people out there, um, we uh, I will figure out this delay thing one way or the other. It's got to be just the fucking the, the world wide web, whatever the fuck it is. But, um, yeah, it gets a little annoying every once in mm-hmm. a while. But you know what? We still we we put in the hard work for all you people out there. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hope you fucking appreciate it. Yeah, exactly. And now, now I think it, I think it's time for us to wrap up because yeah, we got we got more work to do in an hour. So, Mike, it's your turn. <laughs> All righty. Well, thank you everyone for listening to another episode of Sober Not Mature. Hope you got something out of it. I know we did. And, uh, you know, as always go out there, be kind, do something nice, do something nice for somebody else and don't tell anybody about it. Guess what? It's that time. It's time for you to fuck off. Then keep fucking off. Keep fucking off till you get to a gate with a sign on it saying you cannot fuck off past here. Climb over that gate, dream the impossible dream, and keep fucking off forever. <laughs> you, you've been kind of changing up that ending just a little bit. It's your, it's your voice. It's your inflections in that every once in a while. And uh, once again, mm-hmm. it still makes me fucking, makes me fucking <laughs> laugh. So... All right, but um, I don't know. I just want to, one thing I want to say again is, uh, yeah, fuck, you know, as far as our buddy. And um, I don't know. Thank thank everyone for, for listening to that shit. I know some of you guys may not give a fuck about it. Maybe it helped. Maybe it didn't. But it, you know what? This is this is one of those times. If, if conversations like that help you guys, those of you who listen to us, let us know. You know, I mean, that that's something I'd be interested because I have no idea mm. how it comes out. I'll be honest with you. If people came back and said, please don't talk about that anymore, um, we're still going to. But I'm just curious mm. if it <laughs> I'm just mm-hmm. curious to see if it if it hits home with anyone, you know, if it if it helps, because I don't hear a lot. Yeah. I just in I I don't know. We, we joke about being unique and joke about being this and that and blah, blah, blah. I'm not trying to be completely different in some things. And I had a whole other conversation just popped into my head, but next week. Um, but, you know, um, I don't hear a lot of people talk about some of these things like that. And I think it's important to, um, I don't, maybe people don't talk about it because they think that, mm-hmm. you know, it's not, it's not rosy enough or it's not whatever. Well, fuck Rosie. This is life. You know, <laughs> I mean, really it is, you know, so yeah. 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 With the, with the roses come thorns. <laughs> right. All right. So on that note, I don't think I can top that. I know I can. So, all right, brother, I love you. And, uh, you know what? We're going to talk, Good. we're going to talk in an hour. So I love you too. <laughs> Bye. We are. <laughs> Bye. And now it is time for you to fuck off. Then keep fucking off. Keep fucking off until you get to a gate with a sign on it saying you cannot fuck off past here. 
climb over that gate, dream the impossible dream, and keep fucking off forever.